0: Am I excited today because we have a magical guest? I am so honored to have with me Bonnie Lonsberry, who is the CEO of Inner Art. An expert on conscious creation, she's also the author of the best selling book, The Map to Our Responsive Universe, where dreams really do come true, and her latest book, which just came out, The Map to Abundance. The No Expectations Guide to Creating Money, Success, and Bliss. By applying the universal law of attraction to her own life, Bonnie transformed poverty, loneliness, and despair to abundance, love, and joy. After hitting rock bottom in her 40s, Bonnie spent decades mastering conscious creation and now shares her system of self discovery in both her books. She's been featured on several local TV stations ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox Morning News, and shows like WDAZ ABC, Eyewitness Morning News, The Morning Blend, In Style, and your WRCB, NBC Morning News Live. Bonnie, I am so excited to have you here today. We have worked together, girl. And I just love your journey. It's so powerful. It's so real. But I just have to read this little quote that I found in your book. And I said, this really describes it. I learned how to consciously create abundance the hard way by first creating sickening, petrifying, mind-blowing scarcity. Now, I know your lifestyle today, I know your success, but you know what, it wasn't always like that, and you are so open and so real about how you went from A to Z, and it was quite, you know, quite a leap. So, (laughs) share with the audience what you've done to create such a powerful and, and just magnificent life.
1: Well, it was um, a lot of trial and error in the beginning. <laughs> was, you know, I, I came upon this information um, late in life. You know, some I see these these kids who are taking this information and running with it, and you know, they're changing their little school lives, <laughs> and their abundance and prosperity. And and I was thirty by the time I first read those words: "You create your own reality," and. I remember just, you know, I was lying in bed reading really one night and I sat bolt upright and I just knew, I absolutely knew it was truth. I have no idea how I know or knew it was, it was just in me somehow. Um, but, you know, it wasn't as easy creating it as it was to read it. <laughs> because, you know, I started focusing on these dreams and I wasn't really good at, you um, a lot of what it takes to sustain the energy to to allow something to manifest in your life so the more i focused on the dreams the more i saw the difference between what i had what i was living and what i wanted and that made me feel really bad like a failure and so the more i focused on not having of course guess what I created? More not having. So I found myself in a way worse position 10 years after I first discovered those words. And I was, you know, I had, I had divorced my husband in that short, short period of time. I was totally broke. I had two teenage sons, and they wanted to live with their dad. And because they were acting out, I thought, well, you know, maybe this is not a bad thing. Let them do that, and within two weeks, he moved them across the country. And I got a a letter to that effect from his lawyer saying he was doing that. Um, On the verge of bankruptcy, my house was literally in foreclosure. Um, I was trying my hardest to work in MLM and spending all kinds of money I didn't have, charging leads, calling, calling, calling in that scarcity mindset, and failing, failing, failing big time. I literally was wondering how it would be to live on the streets because that's how close it felt like I was. Um, and then I decided one day just to stop all that stupid wanting and just forget it all. Just get law of attraction ever existed and just be happy. Just focus on being happy. And what I did unbeknownst to me was reset my emotional body so that I wasn't flowing all that scarcity and lack, and it allowed things to instantly start going better. I got a temp job pretty much within a couple days of that choice. Um, It didn't pay much, it was only two days a week, but I got a temp job and so I forced myself to focus on what was good and what was happening that I liked and the gratitude for what little abundance I did have instead of focusing on the lack like I had been. Within, oh, another few weeks, I had a full-time job offer from one of my tent jobs. Um, I first turned it down because it was, you know, way at the other side of Denver, and the traffic was bad, and I didn't want to make that drive every day. And they came back and said, no, that's okay. You can, um, you can work at home. Come in one day a week, whatever hours you want. Now, I had... Been doing some other things besides just feeling happy. I had started this little ritual every morning where I sat down with my higher self and my future self and my subconscious mind personified and I told them every day what I wanted to create. And so things were happening. My life was turning around before my very eyes and so I kept doing that. (laughs) How how did you know how to do that? I mean, how, how did that idea come
0: to you about connecting with your higher self?
1: Well, I had been on the spiritual path with my teacher, Lazarus, since about that time that I first heard, you know, read those words. So I had been practiced at working with them. Um, I don't know what, you know, possessed me other than getting to those temp jobs way too early because I was afraid I couldn't find them. Um, But I thought, well, I'm here. I might as well just play at this. And so I did. And Sure enough, that full-time job turned into a job offer to be vice president of a little startup that the president of that company began. And I was given a piece of the company on top of that. And I was like so happy because having my own company was one of my dreams from way back. And so um, six months later, that company closed its doors. But at that time, I, I was just sure that it was gonna be good news, ultimately it was gonna be good news. And sure enough, the president of that little startup said to me, well Bonnie, why don't you and I start a marketing company like this one? And um, she had a full-time job with this guy in his mortgage company. She said, you know, you be, I'll be the silent partner and you run it from your house. Okay. <laughs> she got me a couple of other part-time jobs. So I was working three jobs at the time. Just to you know, pay the rent, and within six months I bought her out, and within five years, not another cent spent past fifty dollars to incorporate. The company was grossing five million dollars a year. Amazing. So, um, why do you I think sh- it did so
0: well? What Why do you think the company did so well? I mean, that's that's amazing growth.
1: Um, because I was having a freaking blast. You were playing. playing you were so playing. Fun. I was playing at it. I did it on my terms if I didn't want to do something like I hated interviewing people So I just created the managers walking in the door and saying hey I want a job when I wanted a manager and the managers hired everybody else um, And I changed a lot of beliefs now a lot of Beliefs it's the beliefs that really shifted things you know holding that resonance was important But if I didn't have beliefs to support that I never could have created that kind of success
0: do you have a system, a practice, steps that you specifically use to
1: switch your beliefs, to change your beliefs? Yes. Yes. And in the Map to Abundance, I even point out how to test for beliefs. Are those the seven
0: steps that you talk about? I think it's... Um, no.
1: Yes. That's the map. It's oh, that's seven. the map. Okay. Yep. But actually, in the appendix, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a way to test, to body test, using applied kinesiology, the sway test and the arm length test. To Mm -hmm. test whether you have beliefs, there's 400 some odd beliefs in that book to test. So I tried to make it as easy as possible while still following those steps of the map that were originally how I created all my success.
0: So now you sell. uh, Whoops! You created this this company that was doing five million Mm dollars. Where did you go from there?
1: Well, I always knew I would teach this. Way back in 1992, when I quit the law MBA program, <laughs> almost complete with it, I, I quit it because it wasn't my bliss. And I went to a psychic for the first time in my life, and she told me I would be speaking and influencing and helping hundreds of thousands of people all around the world and teaching this stuff. And so I thought, oh. I'll go do this now. And so I, I wrote this tape series and I recorded it and I printed the workbook and I got all everything ready and, and I had some really great signs that it, it was going to come to fruition. But, of course, I didn't have the energy behind it. I didn't have the sustenance. I didn't have the beliefs in alignment. I didn't have this identity, the image behind it. So it never really went anywhere. But it was always in the back of my mind that someday I'm going to teach this. So I, I decided to sell my company, and I gave it six months to sell. And I said to myself, if it doesn't sell in six months, I'm just walking. I, I don't really care, <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing what I love more than this. But you yeah. did sell it. I did sell it, yeah. 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 And you did well. I did well. I my the broker said I probably could have done better, but you know what, it didn't matter. You you can never um decide that something should or shouldn't be paying you anything. You know, just see yourself abundant and know that it's not gonna come through one avenue, it'll come through another. And when you let go of the how it has to look, you open a lot more doors of possibility. And you allow it to happen a lot quicker than if you said no. It has to come this way. Or, you know, I, I have friends who are like I'm going to sell my company, and, and ten years later they're still I'm going to sell my company. And meanwhile, if they're not doing what they love, like what's the point?
0: But when you have beliefs that are in
1: alignment, you know, you can make anything of it.
0: I think you mentioned one of the most important factors to the law of attraction, and that is creating the desire, the vision, putting it out there, but letting go of how it's supposed to show up. Because in many cases, it will show up far greater than what we thought originally we wanted or how it should look. And people keep saying, well, it's not here yet. It's not here yet. I didn't get it yet. I didn't get it yet. And, and when we're doing that, we're just canceling the whole order that we put out when we keep saying it's not here yet, it's not here yet. So how can people put the law of attraction to work if you could simplify it and make it the most effective process possible? What would that look like? That would look like the map. (laughs) So let's 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 explain
1: what the map is. Okay. Okay. Um when I decided to, to write the book, it was kind of given to me. Like I just heard, you know, there's steps and, and they're all important. And some are optional, but they're all important. And so I, I sat down with sticky notes and I wrote them all out. And I wanted I wanted a, a process that if you expanded it or contracted it, it always worked. If you applied it to somebody else's life, you're still going to see the map. It, it is overall how everybody creates and the first step is of course realizing that you're a creator and you're a creator because you're divine you are a piece of god goddess of all that is and because of that divinity you've been given this gift of literally creating your reality and that's something that, you know, I think takes forever to let in. <laughs> because we keep letting it in at deeper and deeper levels. But just to start there, just to remember, you know, I'm not special. I'm not different. I'm divine like every other being on this planet. We all create every single day, 100% of everything around us. But I'm going to learn how to create it consciously. Mm. So step one, know you're divine. Step two is Desire. Have a desire. And and a lot of people say, well, fine, that's the problem. I don't know what I want. How can I, like, create if I don't know what I want? And I say, you're the lucky one. Because if you don't know what you want, the universe can bring it a million different ways. All you have to know is how you want to feel in that area of your life. In your love life, you want to feel loved and respected and honored and known and, and... safe and secure and cherished in your finances. You want to feel safe and secure again and, and abundant and, and like there's no limits and, and like money comes to you, flows to you like a river and it's fun and joyous and free. And so you know, I didn't say anything about who the guy or woman is. I didn't say anything about what the, the resources that you're getting, the money, right? I just talked about feelings. And that's all you need to know is how you want to feel in the area you want to change. And the third step, your question? Do you feel, okay,
0: feelings. That's probably one of the most powerful aspects
1: of, of the magnet. It is. It's, I think it's the powerful, the, the aspect, the magnet. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. And thoughts are connected to feelings because you can't have a thought without a feeling that goes with it. Right. Right. Um, so they're important. And beliefs are like frozen feelings within you all the time that you're flowing constantly without even realizing. So, yeah, I agree. It's the emotions that is the key. And if you have a vision you say, well, you know, I do know what I want, it's this red convertible. It's like, okay. At least say this or better and know that it's the desire and the joy and the excitement of that red convertible that's going to be doing the creating it's not the picture of the red convertible so yeah really important so the, the third step
0: is the desire and and um, which again is a feeling they are would you say that they're vibrations
1: definitely yep. absolutely
0: yep. And that's the whole key with the law of attraction, is keeping that vibration up. It's more than just seeing and asking. It's keeping the vibration up and in alignment with what you're trying to do and attract.
1: Yes. And the shortcut to that is, are you feeling good? Mm. When you think about, say, finances or whatever area of your life, do you feel good? Are you feeling positive? or are you feeling negative? Mm -hmm. Feeling positive, you're attracting positive things. If you're feeling scared or impatient or like it's never gonna happen or like you won't be able to make your bills or whatever it is, you're attracting more scarcity. So it's not that you should cover up those feelings, but you should trace them back to their roots and change the root. So that you don't grow more of that scarcity thoughts. Because they're not going to go away by covering them up. A little bit is habit, but the deeper part is belief. And once you start ferreting those out and changing those, then things start changing like magic. It's crazy how how fun it is. And so the next step of the map is? Flowing energy. So that's that... that, um, the vibration that you talk about. Mm -hmm. um, I call it resonance. And you can do some techniques to really put forth some powerful energy, which is powerful attractor. Um, But just as important is to look at where you're flowing energy that you don't want. So to look at your beliefs. And even look at other aspects of you. You know, that, that you as a child or an adolescent or a young adult who is disappointed in that area of life, you may have picked up some beliefs that you don't even know you have because the conscious you can have a totally different belief from those other aspects. And so it's really important to to do some inner work there and figure out what's going on with them so that all of your energy is in alignment with this dream. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Power. And that is taking action, you know? bring it into the physical world. Um, and that does a lot of things. It, it shows your subconscious mind that you're serious about this. It makes opens some doors in our physical world. And it can show you if the dream is in alignment with what you really want. And if you believe it. So if you're having a hard time taking action, there's a reason for that too. So, you know, conscious creation the word conscious is used very specifically because that's what's going to do is really being conscious of uh, how do I feel when I take this action? Am I excited or am I, no, well, it's never going to happen anyway. So, why, you know, why jinx it? Why, why get my hopes up? Um, those are beliefs that need to be changed.
0: What about um, when we get a really strong gut feeling about a course correction? So something you know we're, we've been working on something and it's felt right, but then you get this really powerful gut feeling that you need to do a course correction. What do we do? Do we do we honor that? Do we do we look at that? Pay attention to it? Absolutely, pay attention to
1: it for sure. Um, but find out why. Mm-hmm. There's a belief that says, "Well, I could have never made this one work, so let me." focus over here or um, I'm really afraid of that working so <laughs> why me just stop it in its tracks and come over here. Um, but if it's a real just, you know, this is more fun, this is more exciting now, go for it. You know, like, like when I was in law school, I was top 5% of my class doing a joint degree. I had three years in the graduate school, I had one year to go to get both degrees. And you know, it just, I realized it wasn't my bliss. I had been able to clerk at a large law firm, so I had some practical experience which helped me decide. It was a tough decision, but I've never regretted it for a minute in my life. And it brought me to the next step, and that's what you have to trust, is that even if something seems like it was the wrong course, it's not. It gave me all kinds of confidence to dream bigger in my life and to you know really act on what i thought was important and to honor myself and it it taught me a lot of practical things too that i used in my business you know every business um but you know remember the don't get attached to how it has to show up (laughs) it goes for your life too
0: what are your thoughts about When we attract bad things, when when tragedy happens in our lives, when something sad happens, I mean, I'm a believer that we ultimately create our own experience,
1: and that means the good with the bad. I agree. I agree. Um, And every time, you know, some things like when that company closed, you could have looked at that as a bad thing. I chose not to. Um, a tragedy, that's a different story and we are physical and the loss of love is the number one fear. Um, but it's just an illusion and as you start to remember that and be able to communicate beyond the physical, it starts to change your perspective. Not that Losing someone is ever easy or should ever just be, you know, blown off. It it hurts. Um, But you can change how those seemingly bad things impact you. And there's always something wonderful, a gift within everything, every creation that there is.
0: Absolutely. Everything has a lesson to it. Now you mentioned creating beyond the physical. I'd like to know more about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think I was using it in the context of communicating beyond the physical mm-hmm. and um, working with your unseen friends. Um, I've always been a real avid. Knowledge seeker and channeled entities have always been like the number one place that I've gone to seek my knowledge from because they have a perspective beyond this physical plane that I find, not in every case, but in a lot of cases, to be really, really pure and helpful. Um, the other way you could take creating beyond the physical is to ask for miracles. And a miracle is something that's beyond what you had consciously desired. And why not? You know, when you start working with your unseen friends and start opening the doors to miraculous things, it's really cool what shows up.
0: Do you think we all have the ability to, commute, uh, to uh, communicate with the non-physical, with guides, with, um, you know, ascended? Masters? Do, you th- do you think we all have that gift, but we just
1: don't develop it? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, I hundred percent believe that. Um, some people have an easier time with it. Some people, you know, were born wide open in that arena. I wasn't. But the more I'm on my my spiritual path, the easier it is, and the less of a a difference there is between that world and my world. You know, I'm pretty much communicating with my higher self all day long. Oh,
0: okay. I was going to ask you what you did to nurture that connection, to build that connection, to invite that
1: flow of information. So it's basically something that you're, you're doing all day long. I am, but it's not always like that. And if I want to talk with them more specifically, I go into meditation to do that. And I also hold the intention, you know, uh, back to that desire step. Um, one of the ways that I think is the best way of setting your, intent, your desire is by writing intentions out. So I have intentions about communicating with my unseen friends and the clarity of that and, and the depth of that. Um, intentions are really powerful in and of themselves. Yes. So, yeah. Oh,
0: yes. But there's a uh,
1: lot that can be done. Really. I,
0: I describe intentions that they they have... The soul of the universe behind them they they hold our feet to the fire I mean they are a goal's a written wish, but an intention is it 's your soul speaking up and making yeah. that request it's so much more powerful it is. now, you are so sweet you 're going to be offering our listeners a free gift to help them on their path of creation and manifestation. Tell us a little bit about that, Bonnie.
1: Well, in honor of The Match to Abundance, which is the book that just, just came out, I'm going to be offering, there it is, yes. uh, the 25 top limiting money beliefs and how to change them. Oh, I love that. So uh, people can find that at my website, liveitlikeyoulove.com forward slash limiting money beliefs. Um, And also, you can read the map for free at livealifeyoulove.com. Just sign up for an email that will come, a little, little piece of the map will come every day for 365 days.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Nice. Very nice. Oh, well, I tell you, this is wonderful. There is just so much content in here about how to map out your life, how to create what you want, how to manifest. It was an honor to support you on the launch. So thank you thank so you. much for the invitation. And as always, I love seeing you.
1: Oh, You're a shining light girl. We could just do this for hours. I, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> I know. It's just a pleasure to connect with you. And, and God bless you and continue the journey of, of magical creation and uh, much happiness. Thanks, Thank to you. Thank you for your time. Thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with a friend and leave some stars in a favorable review at iTunes. And be sure to visit MaldwayneCoach.com for your free Heal Your Heart, Reclaim Your Worth six-week video course.